On August 12th, after an attack by a white supremacist in Charlottesville left one woman dead and 19 others injured, Donald Trump seemingly reluctantly took to his role as healer-in-chief. His comments delivered from his resort in Bedminster, New Jersey, included a five-word phrase to hammer home how serious he, or his speechwriters, wanted to come across. We condemn in the strongest possible terms this egregious display of hatred, bigotry, and violence on many sides. On many sides. Critics said the comments felt disingenuous and dashed off. And the on many sides part made it seem like Trump was tiptoeing around offending the white supremacists who supported him in the election. He made a second round of comments about the violence at a press conference at Trump Tower in Manhattan a few days later. As I said on, remember this, Saturday, we condemn in the strongest possible terms this egregious display of hatred, bigotry, and violence. It has no place in America. And then I went on from there. Now, here's the thing as to, excuse me, excuse me, take it nice and easy. So we know Trump is against the violence in the strongest possible terms. But what exactly are the strongest possible terms? I emailed Robert Lehrman, a former speechwriter for Vice President Al Gore, who now teaches public speaking at American University. He told me, quote, As a speechwriter, I would only keep that meaningless phrase in a speech if I was ordered to keep my finger off the delete key. Bad writers have used that phrase for decades. They think abstract words make you sound smart. They don't. The verbal tick of denouncing something in the strongest possible terms has been around for a while. It's hard to say where it first appeared in political speech, but it's been used since at least 1942, where it showed up in an allied nation's declaration against the extermination of Jews in Europe. Quote, The above-mentioned governments and the French National Committee condemn in the strongest possible terms this bestial policy of cold-blooded extermination. Monty Python later used the phrase for laughs in a sketch in 1969 in which John Cleese reads a fake letter of complaint about the now-problematic Lumberjack song. Dear sir, I wish to complain in the strongest possible terms about the song which you have just broadcast about the Lumberjack who wears women's clothes. But the phrase has bubbled up more frequently in recent years, and it's by no means just a Trumpism. The University of California at Berkeley used it in a statement denouncing violence that broke out before a Milo Yiannopoulos event in February. Madam President, I have just been informed... Bernie Sanders used it in June, after the shooter who injured Representative Steve Scalise was revealed to be a Sanders supporter. I am sickened by this despicable act, and let me be as clear as I can be. Violence of any kind is unacceptable in our society, and I condemn this action in the strongest possible terms. The phrase is a meaningless, empty shortcut around saying something moving, comforting, or inspiring. It's a checkmark to shield yourself from criticism. Look, we said we condemn this as much as possible. What else could we do? It's like sending thoughts and prayers after disaster. It doesn't actually accomplish anything. Trump's use of it reveals just how hollow the phrase is. We're closely following the terrible events unfolding in Charlottesville, Virginia. This is me speaking. On August 22nd, Trump practically whined that he didn't get credit for using the phrase when speaking at a rally in Phoenix. So I'm condemning the strongest possible terms, egregious display, hatred, bigotry, and violence. Okay, I think you can't do much better, right? David Mark is a veteran Washington journalist and co-author of the book Dog Whistles, Walkbacks, and Washington Handshakes, decoding the jargon, slang, and bluster of American political speech. He pointed out to me that Trump immediately contradicted himself anyway when he added the on many sides tag. 
he essentially contradicted himself because he's condemning white supremacists, neo-Nazis, etc., in the strongest possible terms, but then he's creating a moral equivalency with other protesters. In a sense, that's not really condemning in the strongest possible terms. Trump seems to have no interest in becoming a great orator, but he is an undeniably effective showman, prone to buzzwords and exclamations over something original. It's possible his speechwriters employed the phrase because of its neutral familiarity, so pundits wouldn't have to parse the actual terms he used. David Marks said that, in contrast, Bernie Sanders' use of it seemed somewhat more genuine. He's not equivocating. He wasn't saying, I condemn this in the strongest possible terms, but you know, this guy was sing- for single-payer health care, and he agreed with me on other issues. Right. But he said, I don't want anything to do with this guy. So while Bernie Sanders uses the strongest possible terms to distance himself from hateful violence, Donald Trump's strongest possible terms only got him closer. Mm-hmm. 